Hello, and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers Podcast. This podcast, the one and only, is all about the MPG Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am your host, Kevin Finkel, not stumbling over my words, perfectly ready, uh, completely awake, and all of those other fun things that I should be. Hey, you did well today. Hey, everybody. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Ryan. I'm the Japan hobbyist out of the... Uh... Uh, I was almost going to say out of the cardboard samurai of Japan. No, no, no. I'm I'm the Japan hobbyist from uh, the Tokyo area of Japan. See, I'm making it complicated today. And you know, whenever we're riffing off in the beginning, that's because it's uh, just the two of us having some fun here today, uh, going in for another episode. And, uh, you know, we've been going a little bit competitive lately. We've been going for some fun things lately. This one sounds like it's going to be a little bit more budget-minded, mm-hmm. is where you're aiming. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce the topic? So... You know, we do this every year before the the standard sets rotate, and uh, basically what today's topic is, is, you know, what cards should you pick up at rotation? Uh, you know, the, all the all the sets, all the cards that are going to be leaving standard, usually they get super cheap around this time, the last month, you know, like, uh, I think September is the, uh, the rotation time, like September 9th, I want to say, is when the next set's coming out. And that sounds about right, yep. Yeah, so prices are going to continue to be going down over the next month, maybe bottoming out in like September, October, and then possibly going up. I mean, we, we, again, we don't know uh, how expensive some of these cards will get because this is totally new. How can I say? It's a totally new area um, for, for Pioneer. You know, it's, it, it was kind of still, you know, finding its way in 2021 and 2020. But it, it didn't really have the critical mass yet. And like now we have a lot of people paying attention. We have, you know, the, uh, what was it? You know, this, we have the organized play in, in August, uh, you know, in, in July and stuff like that. Uh, we have a pro tour and maybe even some, uh, how can I say, uh, like, like not Grand Prix. I don't know what they're called. Magic Fest still. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was about to ask if you had any information on that is that's probably the best time to even pick them up is, you know, once the biggest tournaments end, that's when I would think the people are going to kind of get rid of their cards because, you know, they want to get rid of them maybe before and the price drops too hard or, you know, that, that could be kind of that's to basically pick them up another reason why I think you're, you're, you're right on there um, because come September, that'll be the end or closing in on the end of organized play that like mm. September, October is going to be the regional qualifiers. You know, the people that, you know, won their uh, store qualifier and are going to their area qualifiers. So there won't be as much of a need, as much of demand, and people will be selling their cards, I think, at that time. So, okay, yeah, so basically September is going to be a great time to pick up everything you, you were, you've been waiting, you've been putting off, um, you know, buying. Um, but again, we don't know how much they'll go down. Will people hold on to their cards because people are still getting into the formats and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But anyways, we can talk about that in today's topic. So our top 10 cards you need to pick up at rotation, but not just all around. We're going to do it for each set. Yeah, and you know, some of these are going to be like expensive cards. Some of them are going to kind of be in the middle of there. We're just trying to see things that, you know, where I was focusing is things where kind of the price was driven by standard mm-hmm. and they're playable in Pioneer. Yeah. So there's certainly expensive cards in standard that will just not be good because they're not good in Pioneer. Yep, yep. There's also cards that are expensive in standard that are going to continue to be expensive because they're EDH staples. So yeah. we kind of have to, you know, shoot the arrow right up the middle of there and hit the ones that are like, okay, this is a great pickup because it doesn't see play anywhere besides Pioneer. It's expensive right now. And you know, th- those are the ones that I'm like, oh, this is the uh, the primo. So let's start with, uh, you know, what's rotating for any of those who, you know, I'm a pioneer player. I had to look up exactly what's rotating mm. because I don't follow standard right now. Can you tell our listeners what exactly is happening? Uh, so come September, we're going to be losing Zendikar Rising. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be losing Kaldheim. We're going to be losing Strixhaven and also Adventures in Forgotten Realms. Okay. So those are the four sets that will be rotating. And already, I was going to say in Japan at least, Strixhaven and Adventure in the Forgotten Realms are super cheap. Um, well, you know, I didn't think they were the best set, so yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with yeah. them being super cheap. And uh, but maybe, maybe that'll make our jobs hard here to find the best cards out of them that we'll want to pick up. 
Yeah, so I've been waiting on, you know, uh, Kaldheim and Zendikar Rising cards to kind of get a little bit cheaper, especially the lands. But, you know, that's that's on my list, so we can talk about that a little bit. Should we start alphabetically? And by alphabetically, I mean chronologically? Chronologically. Uh, you mean Zendikar Rising? Yeah, starting with Zendikar Rising because that's the first one of these. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. So uh, I made a list. So you've got a nice organized list yeah. of like a top 10. Um, I've been, you know, just kind of picking and choosing. So why don't we kind of go through what you're looking at as the most important cards to pick up. And I'll just, uh, you know, shoot potholes here and there and uh, try and add some flavor because you're the prepared one here and I'm not. All right. So I'm looking at the pathways, just I'm cheating. And, you know, all five pathways from uh, Zendikar Rising, I think, are worth picking up. So we have what? Branch Loft Pathway, which is the green white one. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Bright Climb Pathway, which I think is the black white one. Um, Clearwater Pathway, I think, is, is that, I think that's the black Black. Never once have I memorized these. I always look it I up. I think it's the black blue. I think yeah, blue black is clear water. Bright climb is white black. River glide is blue red. That one's really okay. important. And then and crag branch crown. loft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, crag crown. Crag crown's the front red side. Green. Yeah, crag crown as well as needle verge. So it's yeah. six in Zendikar. There's six in there. Okay. Yeah, it's more than I thought there were. But yeah, yeah um, it was six and four for whatever reason. So those are my first things. Let's look. Let's look at the the, the price currently on these. Again, I'm looking at TCG mid. Um, I think that's what most people usually go off of. Um, you might be able to find them for cheaper than this, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought we could talk about like, you know, let's talk about the current price. Will it go down? Um, like, at what price would you buy in? You know, that sort of thing. So let's start with, with Branch Loft, which is the green white one. I'm I'm looking at it right now, and it's looking like it's about four fifty. Yeah, I was like, gonna say the um, I think like the Needle Verge, the Branch Loft are both around four fifty. The most expensive ones are the blue red, up mm. and around like seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how much do you expect those to drop? Because I, I would like to see them drop quite a bit. I certainly don't have play sets of them. I I think they're gonna they're not gonna go down to like a dollar or two dollars. I could see them hitting like some of the cheaper ones, maybe hitting like low three dollars or maybe the expensive ones hitting like five dollars five okay. or six at you know like in, in japan it's like totally different like branch loft is 450 in the usa but it's like 800 900 yen here which is like seven dollars it's like always more expensive here yeah i mean it's worth mentioning like they are playable in other formats i want to say they see almost zero play in modern Mm-hmm. Um, but probably non-zero play in Commander. But I do think that, you know, you were saying two and a half bucks. I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I if think you, you can, can definitely get, get to the point where we're seeing those. Yeah, if you can get any of these at two and a half, anything, if you can get any of these from like two to four bucks a piece, <laughs> get a play set of each. Yeah, I think that's a great pickup. And that's probably the play, first place I was going to go with Zendikar. Um, the next place I would have gone is with the other flip lands, is the, the cycle of ones that you have to pay three to enter untapped. Okay, um, maybe less playable in Pioneer, but we've certainly seen most of them see play. You know, Turn Timber has definitely shown up. Shatter Skull has definitely shown up. Agadim is probably the most of them. The blue and white ones, I think, are mostly just EDH fodder uh, now that there's no longer, like, the Oops All Spells deck. I could go with the uh, Shatter Skull Smash. I can definitely agree uh, t- to that. And it's looking like right now the uh, the basic version of uh, Shatter Skull Smashing is about... It says four seventy six, so it's not bad oh, actually. Um, that isn't ag- bad. That's down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that's a really good pickup. How how low do you think that'll go? You know, it's hard to say. I'm not sure what's exactly driving the price on that one. Like, it's definitely a card that sees a little bit of play in the. Oh, I was gonna say it's in like the Jeskai deck in standard, but maybe it's not. Some Again, people are not, not super it. familiar with yeah. standard, but I've been trying to be like. Oh, I'm looking at these standard lists so I can know what's what's really seeing play. I know some people are playing it in black red mid range now, in uh, yeah. in Pioneer. So, um, but yeah, four seventy six. Yeah, if you can get it for four dollars, I would definitely pick that up. It's currently going for about thirteen hundred yen, I think, in Japan, mm. which is closer to like eleven dollars. So yeah. four dollars, hundred percent, good pickup. Um, if you can grab yourself, I don't think you need a play set, but you can get like two of them or something like that. 
Okay, and uh, can we finish up with the flip lands? Because I actually think there are more of them that are worth picking up. I think the red ones in particular have seen a lot of play. Um, let me quick look up like Valcut Awakening, oh. or if you've got a price uh, available. I, I was thinking, you know, that one is a rare. We also have the Kazul's Fury is just an uncommon, but it's mm -hmm. seen some play. Jawari wow. Disruption has seen play in some of the blue control ones. And is there one more I was thinking? So yeah, Vel Velikit, probably yeah. yeah. Velikit's uh, the other one seven. is the creature, the the glass pool mimic. Yeah, yeah. Vel Velikit's going for about five seventy. Again, oh, I don't wow. know if these. Are, I don't know if you need to pick these up. Um, you know, for Pioneer, like you said, if you wanted to grab it for something else, it's fine. Maybe I could see this as a sleeper card. You know, well, I, you know, I always like. I've liked like the you know red. Um, like Fires and Inventions kind of decks, and those were often running Valakut Awakening. I'm expecting the price on this to drop off pretty hard, so mm -hmm. I was saying, you know, pick it up for cheap. If you don't see it for cheap, maybe don't bother. You know, yeah. Glass Pool Mimic the same. I yeah. I like to play that in things like the, you know, th that's always a one of in some of the Coco decks, as well as in the Enigmatic Incarnation deck. Mm -hmm. And we definitely see the, what is it, Joeen Disruption in Control. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Agadim's Awakening? Right now, that's actually been one of the most priciest Ooh, yeah. of the, the, the double or dual face cards. It's like $13 right now, um, TCG wow. mid. It's always been pricey. I think it went up to like 20 bucks at one time. Do you think that'll go down? Because I know that some decks have I played think, from time to time. I think it'll go down, but I also don't think it'll go down a lot. I just don't think that it's seeing that much play in standard right now. Um, is it I don't see a ton of it in modern. It, it, it's it's hard to say exactly where that's seeing play, but mm. you know it's a mythic, uh, and it's when it's played, it's sometimes played as a three or four of. So I can see where it got the price. Um, I, I'd say grab it definitely if it drops. Um, I want to hard say, to put a number on it. We're, wanna, we're not we're not finance guys when it comes to yeah. magic, so I don't want to be like if it hits exactly five fifty, buy fifty copies of them. It's, no. you know, I'm not 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 suggesting anything like that, but I think yeah. that. If that card goes to a reasonable price, um, get a couple copies of it. You'll certainly find room for them in Pioneer. Yeah, Agadim's Awakening is like some card maybe that you could see in Zombies, like Black-White Zombies or something like that, or some some kind of... Um, mono Black um, Aggro, maybe you could yeah. see it in Humans. Like there, There's definitely some places... It's not meta now, but it's worth up. having. Yeah. Okay, uh, so... Any other cards? Again, I'm kind of... When I made my list, I went through cards that I thought... Uh, would see a lot of play in Pioneer. Um, yeah, I think you've got a lot of good ones still on your list here that are worth mentioning. Should I go through my next one then? Yeah, please. Uh, so Omnath, Locus of Creation. I'm not sure it's seeing a lot of play in Pioneer. Maybe just in Five Color Niv at the moment. So yeah, Five Color Niv. You know, we, it, we, there's no we, way it won't come back. It, it's going to come back eventually. Yeah. We're going to get something that makes it a uh, a little bit stronger than it is now. It was up to like $18 at one point, I think, you know, uh, a little bit earlier. Now it's down, I believe, to about like ten fifty or so. Uh, I think it'll go down a little bit more. You can probably okay. get, get it for like, what, 7 or $8, I'll say, after rotation. And I definitely think it's it's a pickup. Now, is that something we need a four of? Probably, right? Maybe. You know, if we get to the point where we have like an Omneth... Um, and Yorian deck again, mm -hmm. that would be running a four of, and that's probably worth it to pick up that many copies. Depends on where it goes on price. Like, yeah. you know, don't buy it unless you know you're going to end up playing that kind yes, of deck. Yes, exactly. If you think you're just going to, like, throw it as a one of in Niv or in Enigmatic. Um, actually, the Enigmatic have been playing more of them because there's, like, an elemental style of it. Uh, mm -hmm. But even then, you know, see if it, see what it drops to. Also, just got a shout out. Did you see that um, full art textless Omnath promo? The full art. You mean the price-wise, or what do you mean? What do you mean? No, here, I'm just going to shoot you a... Uh, <laughs> you go on to your next item, I'm going to shoot you a really sweet pick from the yeah, spoilers so, today that so you're probably asleep If you're going to play it, you know, and it goes down to like, you know, seven, eight bucks, you know, grab your, your, your place it then. Otherwise, you know, don't worry about it. Don't feel like you need to pick up any of these if you're not going to be playing with them. Uh, next pickup, I think, is Skyclave Apparition. So Absolutely. <laughs> see, it's playing like every Coco deck. Um, sideboard and spirits, maybe. I'm not sure if it's main. Um, what other what other places does it show up? 
Uh, again, shows up in Enigmatic. I don't know why I keep talking about that deck. It's apparently just the deck to talk about right now. Huh. And it continues to show up just in a number of places where it's reasonably good. Uh, I think that card's fantastic. Right now it's floating around like four, four and a half dollars. Actually. Uh, um, which is actually like, a pretty good steal right now. Actually, it's floating around, I think, a dollar fifty. Oh, oh, I must be looking at a fancy version of it. Yeah, wow. because okay. uh, I want to say I got a reprint. Hmm. Or it will be reprinted. Or I know it got reprinted in the Mono White uh, Standard Challenger deck. And I'm not sure if this... I mean, it's not going to see play in any uh, format outside of Pioneer uh, at rotation. So if you can get... You know, it could play, see a little bit of play, but yeah, not much. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll see a little play in Modern. Here's what I'm noticing. Okay, so I just uh, picked up on something secret. Is is I found out why I thought Skyclave was a lot more expensive. It's still like $6.50 on Modo. Uh. Um, I'm going to use this as a little bit of cheat sheet for myself. Is that yeah, you know, 16, Pioneer is a very 16, popular 16. format on Magic Online. Mm-hmm. When I see a card that's more expensive on Magic Online than it is in paper, that tells me it's getting a lot of its play from Pioneer. Mm. So, um, you know, we looked at Omnath is like $32 online. Yeah. It's only 11 in paper, 10 in paper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on that because I think that's going to be a good cheat sheet for us of where like, hey, okay. Pioneer is driving the price on this. We should keep an eye on it. You know, Shedder Skull Smashing, $9 yeah. on, on, on Moto. Four and a half on in paper. Yeah, like. I mean, I would say pick up your Skyclaves, you know, if they get down to a dollar. I mean, any, I'd be happy buying a playset for one to two dollars a piece. I think it's totally worth it. All right. Saying as someone who's bought them on Moto. <laughs> so, um, absolutely. Do you have any others? Oh, do you want me to keep going down mine? Uh, well, I'll go ahead with another one of these. Mm-hmm. Is um, Okay, do you know what Roiling Vortex costs? Yeah, I think it's like a couple dollars. It's gonna be pretty cheap in in Eng- sorry, in English, but in the USA, it's gonna be pretty cheap. Yeah, you know, it's like sixty-seven cents is what I'm seeing. I want to say this is TCG player made, is what my app's telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, good card, you know, great card that sees a lot of play in Pioneer. Uh, without looking, what would you guess it costs on Moto? Uh, I don't know, five takes. Higher. <laughs> wow, really? Fifteen sixty-four uh, is what this insane. is showing me. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Is nobody that it's $15? <laughs> you know, apparently nobody opened those. You know, people weren't drafting as much of this. Uh, and it's very popular in Pioneer. So I think mm. that that's one of those cards that, you know, Pioneer is going to continue to be a good format. Plus, you know, this kind of shows the raw power level of this card is really good. You'll, you can pick those up for, you know, two for a dollar easily yeah. in paper. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Get yourself a place. How many do you think? Yeah. Play, is playset enough? I'm not someone who tries to make money off of trading cards just because, like, that's not really who I am. I, I would say maybe is two enough or three enough. Like, is is four what you want want to have? I think a play set of those is pretty reasonable. Okay, you'll you'll find a deck where you want four of them. Not um, red, and it's right. definitely yeah. And that's almost one where I can be like, wow, that disparity makes me think that in the future those cards could be four or five dollars. And yeah, yeah, worth picking up now. Yeah, get it while it's a quarter. <laughs> Maybe not a quarter, but <laughs> absolutely. Okay, yeah, that was um, on my list. You want me to do a couple more of those, yeah. or do you want? Why don't you go to one of yours, and I'll go keep doing it this way because I think I've cracked the code over here. <laughs> uh, I I like picking up uh, Archon of Emeria as a sideboard card. It's it's shown up as a uh, a sideboard card in a couple different decks. I want to say it's shown up like in uh, uh, maybe White Weenie or. Um, some kind of collected company deck. Uh, yep, yep. Just kind of, to of those. slow down Phoenix and to slow down the other the other combo decks. Slow down and, Lotus, slow down Phoenix. Yeah, a yeah. lot of those things. And it's not that expensive right now. I think we're looking at about two seventy five or so, and I think that'll go down a little bit more come rotation. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get this for like one to two dollars, definitely pick up a play set. I mean, you might not need a full playset unless you're playing them in the main, but like some people might actually play two or three, you know, in the sideboard. So definitely worth picking up for a dollar or two. Yeah, that seems like a great one. All right. Um, yeah, you want to go back and forth? You want? You have another one? Sure. Yeah, I've got another good one here. Uh, nothing that's as drastic as Rolling Vortex was, but another one where it's very cheap in paper, pretty expensive on Moto, and I do think that Pioneer is driving that is Luminarch Aspirant. Mm-hmm. Just got a reprint. Um, did that get banned no? in? Standard? What? 
I don't know if it did. I got it got nerfed. In it got nerfed alchemy in historic or something. Yeah, or alchemy. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so it got ner- yeah, which affects historic too. I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, so pretty I'm, funny there. But I want to say this got reprinted in the mono white uh, standard challenge deck. Uh, it, so that can also be maybe that's um breaking my rule here of like hey it's more expensive than moto but i do think that that does change things is that there's reprints that are in paper that aren't mm-hmm. online uh so yeah it was in something else that that would have helped the price new capanna Capander, that's what it is was it and it's also going to be showing up in the black white uh humans i think yes i believe so as deck. well so it's, it's gonna be like a dime Pick up four. Yeah, so this is going to be really cheap. Pick them up. You'll play them. You know, humans is great right now. I love the yeah. humans deck in Pioneer. Uh, still expensive on Moda, though. My so. <laughs> my big problem, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I do this, is because I play both Arena and I play Paper, and I think I have the cards in Paper because I have them on Arena, and it confuses me. And then, like, when I go looking for it in Paper, I'm like, wait, I don't have four of these? How do oh, I not no. have this card? <laughs> so, like, this is the good time to kind of you know, check, you know, you're waiting for new cards to come out check your uh collection make sure you got the cards that you need make a list go out and buy them sounds good all right um see i totally agree uh luminarch aspirants i have some uncommons on my uh my pickups as well uh one of them is blood chief's thirst i don't think these are going to be expensive at all you can probably pick these up super cheap super cheap yeah and and i think blood chief's thirst you know it sees play in random black decks from time to time it just depends on what the meta is is like when when there was a lot more uh planeswalkers i think uh decks like uh black red midrange or uh mono black uh used it now they're just going f- fatal push and dread uh but um you know i think against winota decks they they like to have that extra one mana uh you know kill spell basically uh but you know n- Again, not super expensive now. This is a card that I could probably see becoming like a $4, $3 uncommon in the future. So like, why wait? Hmm. If you if you don't have them, get them for like, what, 10, 20 cents now. Uh, another one is uh, Spikefield Hazard. So Spikefield Hazard okay. sees a lot of play in uh, the mono red decks. And, you know, it lets them run like, what, 18 lands, I think. Maybe, maybe less, 17 lands. It's only 30 cents Yeah, it's right sometimes now. a one-of in, like, Phoenix as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, any of those uh, flip spell lands are great. So, yeah, grab those. Um, yeah, another reason, like you said, flip flip lands are going to be harder to reprint. So this, this is just something that could be 3 or $4 in the, in the future. Uh, we're seeing a lot of, like, cards, like, for example, like Mayhem Devil hasn't seen a reprint. And it's like a $5 hmm. uncommon now. Five, six dollar uncommon. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, why wait? You know, I used to get those, be able to get those for like 10, 10 yen, you know, 10 cents. Um, grab them. You know, if, you, if they're going to be playable in Pioneer, grab them. So Blood Chief's Thirst, Spikefield Hazard, get them super cheap now uh, or at rotation. That's my, my call. All right, you got another one? Anything you want to... Uh, you want to move on to another up? Seth here? You know, we've kind of uh, talked a fair bit on just Zendikar, yeah. so I wouldn't mind getting into another... Well, I have two more. Real quick, then. Oh, yeah, just, just read them off and we won't go too yeah. deep into it. Uh, Lotus Cobra, because that's his playing combo sometimes. Um, and it's, you know, was super expensive before it got reprinted. So picking it up now for like a dollar or two. And then Yasharn Implacable Earth. Uh, I want to say that's his play in uh, either Omnath or. Um, Niv Mizzet. Niv Mizzet, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's got to be like 50 cents to 75 cents. All these are going to be super cheap at. Uh, at um, uh, rotation so uh, yeah so find someone if you can find someone you know unloading their whole rotation stuff uh pick it all up and get a good price yeah lotus covers like a dollar or 75 it's a great pickup it'll be like a dollar at rotation get that before it goes all right so how about cal time cal time yes. cal time uh i'm gonna go ahead with the easy one and say that once again get the pathways yeah how are the pathways pathways uh price wise compared to uh let me the, the other ones see. so bark channel that's the blue green one i'm I'm reading that at about five bucks blight step okay. that's the black red one I'm reading at about six twenty five right now hmm. and uh what's Hengegate's uh the most expensive one yeah. that one uh, that's the normal printing is almost ten dollars. Yeah, almost ten bucks. And I want to say it's twenty two hundred yen in Japan to twenty five hundred oh yen, which is basically twenty two dollars. It's like twenty to twenty two dollars in Japan for that. And the same thing with the uh, the black um, 
How can I say? Black Red, Red one? Black one? Yeah, the Blightstep. Blightstep actually got a reprint in the uh, Rakdos Anvil Standard. You get like two of mm. those, as long as with two of the Den of the Bugbear. And it was like 2500 to 3000 So it was like 25 to 30 bucks for a pack. But those cards alone cost like 50 bucks. So you get everything else for free, basically. And you, you can save a lot of money by picking up those, um, how could I say, uh, um, challenger decks, if you want to save money. If you can still find them for about that price. But yeah, Black Red Midrange, super popular. Uh, I could see this holding its value, but maybe going down a little bit to like six or seven after uh, rotation. And the other ones as well, I could see probably dropping a couple dollars. What do you think? I'd like to see them lower than that. I don't know if that's for sure. Uh, just because they are so good in standard, I'd hope to see them, you know, two, three dollars. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe those you can keep an eye on and see if they drop any further than where I they are. If they start to be. go back up, then, uh, then grab them. Yeah, again, because of Pioneer, again, we didn't have Pioneer in, at its current... Um, not power level at its current popularity. Before. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it, you know they'll hold on to their prices a little bit more. They're going to go down, but not as much as they would have before. Okay. Um, let's go on to some other things for. Okay. What else is on your list? All right. So let's talk about the uh, the dragon in the room. Yeah. Is a gold span dragon one of the most expensive cards in this set? Um, one of the best creatures in standard. It's mm. super popular. Um, you know, if I look at yeah, the standard metagame, what's the most popular creature? Uh, I, I just want to check this for my own It's at Number one creature is... Number two creature is Goldspan Dragon. Number yeah. one is Luminar Casperant. It's twenty four seventy five right now, I think, I believe. That's like the current price. And this got a reprint, but it was only one of, I think. Yeah, that's kind of a shame. Um, I think the question here is how low does it need to go for you want to pick these up? I think standard is holding it's, it's up not, its value. I definitely think standard is holding up its value. It's not great in Pioneer, mm-hmm. but it's never been a staple, I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's better than like Goldspan Dragon, but it, or not, it's better than um, Glorybringer. Glory Bringer, but it's not a staple. It's not likely to be a four of in any deck mm. that soon, but it's still a good card. It's definitely a card that I think will see play and will, after the drop, will go back up in price some because it's good in other formats as well. Mm what's the price point where you would be like, okay, I'm going to pick up a play set of those? Ten bucks. Ugh. I don't think I'd pick up a play set of ten bucks. I think I would want to see them closer to five. Yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna pick if up they four. go to five, I'll I mean, grab them for that. Heck yeah, but I don't think I mean, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not in love with this card. I think that it, I would need it to drop pretty hard for me to want to pick it up hard. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm looking at around like a $5 price point yeah. on that. You know, it might be tough to get standard players to be like, this card cost me $100 for a playset. They're yeah. not going to want to get rid of it for 20 bucks. But um, So maybe hold out on this, wait for people to realize that, yeah, you're not going to be able to move this into modern. You're not going to be able to mm-hmm. move this into legacy, anything like that. Then the card might be a little bit EDH useless. Play, after. Maybe. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to pick one up for EDH. I'm positive yeah. I am because I've got a uh, a deck with Ishin in it. and Or, or like, my, so uh, like my Magda list. I've, I've wanted one forever. You know, and I need one, so I'll grab that for ten bucks. Uh, and again, it, I'm just thinking Japan wise. Japan wise mm-hmm. won't drop it to five bucks. Japan's uh, magic stores have price memory, big price memory, and mm-hmm. they, they go down so slowly that like while things are botting them out uh, in the USA, they're still like triple the price, and then they spike again in the USA, and it's like they didn't go up at all here because the price had already was already mm-hmm. high. So. Well, that's, yeah. that's a plus, I guess, at least. Okay. Um, well, if you want to talk about another big mythic, how about Valky, God of Lies? I think that's a good one. I don't think that's one that I'm jumping at just because it's pretty limited in its play that it sees in Pioneer. Uh, you know, there's only a couple decks that have run it, and even then it's usually as a one-of, um, as a like a bring-to-light target mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yep, it's in five-color Niv. Uh, uh, right now it's looking like it's about ten bucks. Uh, which is a good price. It's buy listing in Japan for like twelve hundred yen, which is like about ten bucks. Oh wow! So it's actually more expensive, and it's just you know the rarity level, um, I guess, is higher here. People didn't open it up as much. How far do you think this will go down? I think you might be able. To get I don't it think like... it'll drop. Yeah, I don't think it'll drop that hard just because outside of standard, it'll only really see play in stuff like EDH, uh-huh. um, where they're happy to pay a lot for a you know seven mana planeswalker. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it could be a four or five dollar card, and I think that's a good pickup for that it. Would Grab be one copy. Um, I mean, it's it's only like seven and a half bucks in the U.S. right now. Oh wow! I mean, I was looking at the TCG so it, mid at ten ten. Oh no, it's seven and a half. Never mind. It's seven and a half. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, so it's already dropped pretty significantly from when it was at its peak. Yeah, if you get for five, pick it up. Especially if you just need like one or two. One or one or two is probably fine. I got mine for like yeah. ten bucks. You know, looking through Mythics, I, I think I want to call out like Vorinquex as a card that yeah. you know, if you could get a cheap Vorinquex, it'd be a nice pickup because I think there are decks in Pioneer that maybe don't currently run it but could run it because of the its raw strength. You know, we've seen it in some things like Sultai Ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, I like it in Sultai Ultimatum piles what as a one of. What happened to that deck? But the price on that is really held by EDH, I think. So yeah. it's not seeing it's not like the price is going to get cheap just because of rotation. I think that's not going to be impacted by rotation. So uh, not really a, a card to talk about for this episode. What happened to Sultai Ultimatum, by the way? Uh, you know, well, they lost Uro for one thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, Uro and... Yeah. I, I think that's about the... You know, I'll have to check. I don't remember if it was still seeing any play after Uro was banned, but, you know, also it, a lot is, of... Isn't, like, Lotus the same thing, though? There's a whole lot of Mystic Disputes out in the format, uh, uh, and you don't want to have your, you know, your seven mana I win the game card be countered for one mana. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so Valky $5 pickup sounds good. Uh, what's your next pick, then? What, what are some Ooh, other good uh, Let me see if I've got any good ones that I was like, hey, it's uh, worth a lot more. Um, here's kind of a strange one, because, yeah, you know... Maybe this one doesn't count either. I was going to say Faceless Haven is mm. an interesting card because it's cheap in paper and expensive on Moto, but it's banded standard. So I don't think its price will yeah. change really in paper. It's, it's already, already under a dollar. box, so just yeah. grab it in paper. Yeah. Um, so I'll go with Old Growth Troll instead as another one that's on top of my mm-hmm. list. Uh, Mono Green you know, Devotion. Mono right? Green being so popular, and Mono Green Aggro hasn't been as popular, but um, probably will come back, and Old Growth Troll is just like the best of the three drops right now. Uh, only sees play in those two decks right now. It's like two sixty-five or two seventy or so. So, yeah, I can mm-hmm. see this going down to like two dollars, maybe at rotation, maybe a dollar fifty. Yeah, I think uh, easily. I think you might be able to find this in a dollar bin if you're, you know, looking at the right time at the right place. Yeah, uh, and I could see this being five dollars in the future yeah. without a doubt. One hundred percent, especially if uh, Mono Green Devotion conti- continues its, uh, I wouldn't say dominating domination, but. Uh, Playability. There we go. Um, uh, Chariot. Yes. If we don't mind me jumping there. Essica's Chariot is another one that... I mean, we don't really have to say much about it. It's a good card. Hopefully it'll get cheaper because it's good. <laughs> uh, doesn't it, see it a lot of play outside cheap. of standard. It's, it's like 325 right now, uh, which is oh, not okay. Bad. I'm seeing it, yeah, about that price. Uh, it's still $14 in Japan. Hmm. Uh, so again, that price memory. So super expensive here. Uh, and... I think people forgot it. Well, I mean, it's it was in Winoda, and that's probably why. So many people probably bought it in Winoda, and that's why they, they wanted to get rid of it as soon as Winoda got banned. But now it's seeing play again, and I've seen it in Jund Midrange, which is basically just a splash of green um, with okay. black-red. And uh, also uh, Abzan Parhelion has been putting up some good numbers, and it has uh, uh, a place there as a four of. So it's like three dollars now. I could see it maybe going down to two dollars and hundred percent pick up a playlist or a playset, you know, of of these. Oh, what, what sorry, I'm just looking at Priceless and I saw my uh, my non-binary baby Nico Eris sitting over oh. here at like thirty cents. I'm like, I tried so hard <laughs> to make that card do anything, nice, and just they uh, they were never any good. Nice, nice. Uh, what others? Uh, I think Ascendance. I don't have too much more. Ascended Spirit from Mono Blue Spirits is a good pickup. That's pretty cheap, I think. That's a good I one. Think. Uh, it's like maybe a dollar. Yeah, I don't know what's driving the price right now. Yeah, it's about a dollar. Um, that one I definitely could see going up because Spirits is good in Pioneer. Um, I could also see, you know, Pyre of Heroes is another one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's about a buck in paper. Pick it up for half that. That's and, uh, probably one of my, my wild cards. I wouldn't say I'd, I would say you must pick that up, but that's something if you have the extra money and it's like 20 cents, pick it up. You know, sure, that's fair. Uh, I think Redane is another good pickup, God of the Worthy. She's not that expensive at all right now. She's probably going to maybe get a little bit uh, cheaper just because uh, she sees a lot of sideboard play uh, against mm-hmm. what the um, sacrifice decks, which have been getting more popular. Yeah, really recently. good there. Good against a handful of things. You know, slows down some control decks. Really good against stuff like sacrifice. Yeah. Um, can be good against just mid range. Yeah. Um, I also think Weathered Runestone is a great sideboard card. Um, Damping Sphere is another, you know, Damping Sphere is like a five, six dollar card here now. 
because no oh, one wow. has it. And, you know, it just sees so much sideboard play. And I think whether Runestone is going to kind of be in that same position, like in another year or so, uh, we're going to be, you know, looking at $5, $4 weather Runestones. Um, it's, hmm. It might be just because of stuff like Parhelion. You know, I have some Parhelion, or sorry, the Parhelion decks. It's like 20 cents now. Pick up your playset. That's my, my advice. Sounds good to me. Um, and then I kind of have one wild card. I wouldn't say wild card. I think it like my and if I'm making a top ten, I would also go with Righteous Valkyrie because of the uh, uh, Angels deck that is kind of popular. Does that see play in standard? I'm I'm really confused why that card is as expensive as it is in how paper. Much, how much is it? Uh, hang on, where did I just see it? It uh, was I like that. five wow. bucks, isn't it? It's almost six dollars, I think. Yeah, almost. It's insane. Yeah, 100%. Get that when uh, it goes down in price. Because uh, that's playing Pioneer, but um, yeah. the rest of that deck's pretty expensive, too. Uh, I would say, yeah, wait, that could probably go down. That'll be get down to like 2 two to $3 a piece at rotation. Definitely pick that up if you're playing on If it does, I'll grab, I'll grab those for sure. I like yeah. that card. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on to uh, Strixhaven. Yeah, Strixhaven was hard. There's some good it cards. It is hard. They had one good card in yeah. Strixhaven. <laughs> two, two good cards in Strixhaven, yeah. I think, is what we said the last I think time. For me, like one or two is like a must buy, and the rest are just kind of like wild cards. You know, they're they have, they're sleepers, I guess we could say. So what, what's, okay, what's, what's your, your one? Uh, where do you start out? I'm going to start with Elite Spellbinder, just because that's like the, uh, how could I say, the uh, one that probably sees the most plates in uh, humans. Uh, I also see some play in other Coco decks. Uh, it's not that expensive though because it just had a uh, a reprint. I want to say in one of the standard, um, hmm. one of the standard challenger decks. So it's probably okay. gonna be like uh, I don't know, like a dollar or two. Let me give me a check. Elite Spellbinder. Um, not, not even no. It's it's very cheap right now. Yeah. yeah so it's already down. Up. Not seeing a ton of play in Pioneer, but I think it could pick back yeah, up yeah. if there's another deck that wants to have that disruptive element. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my big pick. I think it's worth picking up. Anything else in Strixhaven? You think list gets tough after that. Um, I think Prismari Command is one of my you know sleepers where mm-hmm. it's got a higher price on uh, Moto. Some of that might be the printing. I'm gonna quick check where it's been printed in paper. So it's in not really much of anything. Yeah, all these um, are gonna you know, be super super value pickups. I think. Yeah, I think that one's a bit of a sleeper where, you know, right now it's three bucks. If you can pick it up for one buck fifty, yeah, uh, yeah. you can definitely go up to six bucks, seven bucks in the future. So 100%. grab that. Yeah. Uh, the other commands, Witherbloom, I think is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Uh, currently it's season got... play because of Abs and Parhelion. Yep, yep. I got mine for like 10 uh, cents a piece. The other commands get pretty sketch, if I remember right. Yeah. Barely remember what they do. So maybe just those two. Um. <laughs> I would say Vanishing Verse is another good pickup. Good sideboard card. I think it's he's playing some five color uh, Niv, maybe, and uh, we might actually see a, re- a reprint in the white black humans deck. I'm not I'm not totally sure on that. It's like two twenty five, two thirty right now. I could definitely see that going down to like a buck fifty two dollars. Definitely worth having yeah. your sideboards. Yeah, look for those. That's the kind of card that you know. Look for in your uh, your LGS's dollar bin mm-hmm. and see if you can find yeah. it because it, it's a good yeah. card and will eventually go back up. I think definitely Pioneer playable and will be driven by Pioneer. Yeah, I think there's two more cards to talk about and then we can skip it unless you want to. <laughs> I mean, is there no, please card? go ahead. What what do you got? Uh, so go blank uh, sees a lot of sideboard play. I think that could definitely be one of those three to four dollar uh, uncommons in the future. Get it now while it's super cheap before people like are saying, "Hey, I don't have any of these. I need to grab a playset." Uh, I like that as a pickup because I have not gotten a playset yeah. of those. I'm definitely going to do that. And uh, also, uh, I would say Magma Opus. If people switch back to the uh, Torrential Gearhole Flash, you know, build of uh, Black Red. It's kind of like Black Red Control. You know, we had the the version with uh, Narset and the Collective Defiance kind of drop off, but I think that can make a comeback. Um, and like you said, yeah, that's very reasonable too. Um, other stuff that I think is kind of just like again, these are all super cheap. Maybe just kind of uh, um, honorable mentions slash you know wild card pickups. I like Culling Ritual as a sideboard card for for black mm-hmm. green decks. Uh, I was gonna say pick up pick up your one copy of Pestilent Cauldron for ten cents or something. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I, I like uh, Fracture and Rip Apart, maybe as sideboard cards. They're probably like 10 cents, 5 cents each. Um, that's the black-white that uh, kills a artifact enchantment or planeswalker and the uh red white that does three damage to a planeswalker or kills uh, an artifact or enchantment and then um i had mavinda student advocate if heroic becomes super popular and they want another effect um you know like uh how can i say a feather type effect then they might play that but otherwise i don't okay. know there's not a lot else in strixhaven that i would recommend everything's gonna be are super any cheap. of the lessons worth um investing in you know if we ever found another deck that plays learn cards we would definitely want the lessons I, uh, like do you want to copy I, you know maybe grab your one of of the mascot expedition and then you're yeah. probably fine yeah i mean i already kind of have that though as uh for my um uh colorless commander deck so I don't... okay i'm down to move to afr yeah and again i think we're just losing value here like zendikar <laughs> rising caldheim has some really good value really good pickups and it's just really hard to find stuff worth picking up in this set. Well, okay, let's There's start off with things. the the big one, which is going to be the Manlands. Yes. How much are those? So, um, which ones do we want? Do we want to get all of them, or do we just want to get a couple of them? Which ones would you? Recommend? I think you want all of them. Literally, all of them see play. I know Den of the Bugbear is pretty expensive. Uh, Den of the Bugbear is like eight bucks. Yeah. In paper. Eight eight seventy seven. Um, I'm, I'm the hive, the, so the black ones like five. The blue ones like, oh, only like two. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Not even the then, green ones like a buck, and the white ones probably going to be pretty low on my list here because it's by far just designed way worse than the rest of them. <laughs> how much do you think um, then the bugbear will go down? Because it did see a reprint in the uh, Rectos uh, Anvil Standard deck as a two of mm-hmm. again i picked up two of those because i needed two den of the bugbear and they're already back to like 1300 yen a piece which is like 10 11 dollars oh wow that's crazy um and i i don't know if it's going to go down because and maybe it's he's playing standard i think maybe it'll go down a little bit if you can get him for like five bucks a piece definitely grab the den of the bugbears um hives i'm reading at about 525 a piece now so what price did you say you'd look for uh, Den of the Bugbear? About five. You can get for five, four to five bucks, 100% pick those up, uh, play side of those. This is playing yeah, I'd hope they drop more, but at the same time, they're so insanely good in Pioneer. Yeah. And this is another one of those cards that um, I, I know you don't really play much on Moto. We said it's eight bucks on paper. What do you guess it is in Moto right now? 17. 41. What? Yes, it's it's absurd because red is the best color in Pioneer, probably mm. hands down. And yeah. Uh, you know, there are decks that'll play pretty much four of these. So I think pick those up, get a play set. I'd hope they go down lower than five bucks. Uh, they see a little bit of EDH play, no modern play. Uh, as far as I can tell. I think so, yeah. Hive is like 525. I could see that going to like two to three bucks a piece. Yeah, the rest of them I would expect you could probably pick up, you know, under a dollar or at a dollar, maybe the black one. Yeah, Hydra got reprinted. It's already a dollar. I picked up a play set already. I think it was in the, the green red. Um, uh, standard challenger deck that also had the uh the dragon and the ranger classes and, and stuff like that in there and did you say the blue one as well the uh, hall of storm giants yes yeah. um absolutely great card in phoenix and some mm-hmm. other things like that you know control and phoenix both love hall of yeah. storm giant yeah 100 it's going for a dollar 50 so i could definitely see those getting under a dollar definitely pick up the other ones uh when they hit the dollar bin uh grab a play set of each if you're going to be playing any of those colors I, I stay away from blue just because I hate it, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. You're allergic to blue. Allergic to blue. Like blue. Ew. Hmm. Um, okay, so those are the lands. That's like five of the you know top ten right there. What else? Um, uh, Werewolf Pack Leader would yes. be my, my first one for a non-land. Uh, I will go back to lands in a second here. I, uh, you know, great card in hmm. Pioneer and pretty much, again, only really sees play in Pioneer, yep. as far as I know. Uh, where is it seeing play right now? Uh, humans? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, so people are kind of figuring out where they want to do with humans, but it is one of the best human aggressive cards. So when you're seeing green X humans, mm-hmm. you know, green white humans or like four color, five color humans, uh, it's really good in there, especially when you can go Werewolf Pack Leader into mm-hmm. Mantis Rider is one of the strongest curves. Yeah. Um, It's 250 right now. Uh, I definitely think this will go down to like dollar to two dollars at rotation. Yeah, pick it up absolutely. Yes. Grab a four of this, even if you're not off. playing it, because uh, it's again one of those that 
where Pioneer sees a ton of play on Moto, it's like twelve bucks. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, over here in Japan, it's like five six bucks still. I'm like, no, nah, no, thank you. I'm good. Oh uh, yeah, so wait for wait. to get a little better. Um, so here's another weird one: is a land is Treasure Vault. Nah, I don't know if I would say that's a pickup. I mean, I've seen, I know some. What one deck was playing it? What which deck was it again? So I think where it's really been seeing play is it's the sideboard land that we often see grabbed for mono green. So it's definitely mm-hmm. get one of it. I think is where you want to mm. be. Okay. Yeah. Um, until we see, you know, like the the blue white in soul or something like that mm-hmm. come back again. Uh, at least just grab the one of it for mono green. Okay. Uh, my turn. Uh, I have some artifacts that I want to recommend. Uh, I think Black sure. Staff of Waterdeep is a good pickup. It's super cheap already, and uh, when Insol does uh, find its <laughs> way back into the meta again, yeah, it's like twenty cents now. Just grab those. It will two. be back. We swear. Uh, you know, before I would say <laughs> before rotation, around rotation. You know, pick up those if you haven't got those yet. That's the only blue card I would consider playing. Like those types of Insol cards. <laughs> Um, also, I think Portable Hole is another good pickup. It'll probably get a reprint. Um, it already got a reprint. All, I want to say in the black. Was it the black white deck? I can't remember where it saw uh, a reprint. It's oh, in the standard ones. I didn't follow maybe, those too closely. Sure. Yeah, it's still you know buck fifty two dollars. Yeah, I would I would want to see, you know this is an uncommon card, so I would like to see it down around fifty cents. So uh, if you pick it up for under a dollar. Yeah. yeah, if you pick it up for under a dollar, I don't think you'll be disappointed a few years from now when it's uh when it's three four. Yeah, this is definitely one of those things that'll be like four or five bucks. And I think you know it took longer for the cart the, the some of the big uncommons in Pioneer to hit that five six dollar um uh how can I say uh, price? Price but point. I think yeah, it's gonna happen a lot faster now that we have more people playing, and it's you know we're gonna have more and more cards that are gonna be coming that are becoming harder and harder to get. So I 100%, I think, some of these uh, cards will go up sooner rather than later. But yeah, get them for $0.20. Cents or, or I don't have too much more on this list. You know, I've got another one of those, like, it, it's cheap already, but if it goes to, uh, you'll mm-hmm. pick it up for nothing, is Ranger Class. Yeah. You know, keep your eye on that. If somebody's getting rid of cards from Standard and that's not worth anything to them, you know, pick them up Better and hold reprint. on because they'll find a slot yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I 100% agree with Ranger Class. And I would say Bard Class, too, in that same respect. You're probably going to feel like Bard class. <laughs> 50 cents. A lot of these stuff has a lot of potential. Did see some play, and you know, people just kind of put it on the back burner. So, you know, get them, get them for super cheap, you know, at rotation. Uh, I have a couple more uncommons I wanted to go over. Sure, uh, what do you got? I got Ingenious Smith. I think that's also part of the insole um, uh, package. I don't think it's too expensive. It was up to like a dollar or two at, at one point. I'm not hmm. sure how much it hmm. is now. Ingenious Smith. Uh, yeah, it's forty cents. You know, get that for twenty cents if you can. Get a playset. Definitely want that. Uh, Rave Enfeeblement is another one. Uh, it's seeing less play now that we don't have uh, uh, Winota. Okay. Uh, it was seeing like th- two or three ofs in sideboards. It's only ten cents now. Um, Grab, grab a place. I think that could definitely see some play as well. And then one, my last pick for Adventures in Forgotten Realms is the Book of Exalted Deeds for, uh, hmm. I guess for Angels or yeah, Mono Yeah, that, that was what I was thinking about when we were talking about this. Is I looked at the price, I was like, you know, that's still like $5, and where is that scene play right now? Yeah, <laughs> it's just because it's a mythic maybe. Yeah, it's a mythic. I think that's probably more like an EDH price or something like that because I don't think that anyone's really playing that in standard mm-hmm. without, you know, what what would they put it on to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if we ever do get Mono White uh, Devotion back, it definitely will be played. Uh, like yeah, I'd hope to see that drop down to like two bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I could I'd, definitely If I'd be that. interested in picking it up there. Yeah, I got mine for like two, three bucks a piece. If it's, yeah, if it's staying at four or five dollars, I think, uh, you know, maybe wait on it, see what happens. Um, or pick up one if you want it. Any other cards? I mean, like I guess we're going to wrap this up uh, soon, but are there any other sleeper cards you think people should watch out for? I have a couple more I wanted to add, if that's okay. I was going to say maybe the Goblin Lord. Uh, Hobgoblin Bandit Lord yeah. is one of those where we don't have goblins in Pioneer right now, mm-hmm. but if it picked up, that is a great lord for yeah. it. Um, so that could potentially in the future grow in price. Um, what about the other sets? Were there any other cards we kind of didn't have a, a chance to talk about? Any other uh, sleepers? I had a couple. Let me do a quick check for some. 
What do you got? Uh, for Kaldheim's Showdown of the Skulls, I've heard Heroic's been playing that. And, it's a good know, one. Yeah, that's definitely something that you'll you'll want uh, to have in like in your sideboard or something like that against like the black red mid range. Uh, I also I think similarly in call time, you know, the not good now but maybe could be is some of the elves like Realmwalker in particular. I think is a, a mm-hmm, card that could mm-hmm, pop mm-hmm. up in price. Yeah, Shadow of the Skulls is like a dollar, so you get that. You know, it'll go down a little bit more. Uh, Coma Cosmos Serpents. I want to say was kind of a way to be control for like what the uh, Omnath deck or. I can't remember what what I know. Coma was seeing some play. It showed up a little bit, and I'm not positive why. Uh, you know, it was showing up as like an answer to control decks, but then I think control decks were just like, okay, I'll play a little bit of exile removal and buy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like five eighty now, so hopefully that'll go down. Oh wow, a couple, that's a couple dollars. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, I would need to see that drop quite a bit, and I think it's probably holding its price because of Commander. Uh, another one, Velomachus Lorehold from Strixhaven. I, I think uh, we had the, the, the turns, Velomachus turns uh, uh, deck that people were playing around with, so that could maybe see some play in the future. I think that's another one of my, my sleeper cards, if you can get it for cheap at rotation. Uh, and yeah, he's like 230 so if you can get it for like $2, get, get it. You know, it's a... Um, Mythic Rare Dragon. People will buy that regardless okay. just for that uh, typing. And then my last card is going to be Shadow's Verdict from Zendikar mm-hmm. Rising. Good sideboard card. Okay. I'm happy with that list. I think we've given people a lot to think about, uh, both in perspective as well as some actual cards that are go to pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, big one for me is going to be watching that Goldspan Dragon, yeah. seeing what price it lands at, because I would love to pick it up for cheap. Uh, not going to be willing to pick it up if it's only at like $10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's going to bring us towards the end of our episode here. Uh, if you guys like what we're talking about, if you want to hear more, if you want to stay up to date with everything going on in Pioneer, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at MTG Pioneer. You can also find a link to our Discord there if you want to be more in touch with us personally. Yeah, and uh, if we miss some cards, if there's some cards you think that you know we or people should pick up at rotation, definitely come into the Discord and you know talk about. It that and i guess i kind of wanted to also shout out you know if uh we haven't we, we don't really do like the money thing all this stuff is kind of free as far as like our content and whatnot but if you do want to help us out i was thinking like ways people could help us out is to uh maybe help us upgrade our uh our discord and give us a boost or something oh, like hmm. that i think that'd be like a nice way if people feel like you know you know you've enjoyed this and you wanted to do something um, feel free to you know help out the the community. I think that would be a, a great way to do that. But just wanted to put that out there for the future. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to uh, wrap this up. Yep, so am I. So it's going to be a nice one. Uh, hope everyone out there is having a good time. They're thinking about rotation. They're going to buy some cards, all that fun stuff. Uh, we are the First Pioneers Podcast. We're a little off boat today, but we are um, wrapping up the show. And we are looking forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. Your first pioneers are financing out. 